Rugby, though. Now that's yeah, a game, rugby. man. Next on MLR Weekly, Lucas Rumble, the captain of the now defunct Toronto Arrows, his fellow countrymen, Brian Ray of America's Rugby News with more on that, and John Fitzpatrick of Rugby Morning with Major League Rugby moves, trades, and whatnot. Rugby Wrap-Ups MLR Weekly brought to you by Sheehy Auto Stores. It's easy at Sheehy. The Pig & Whistle, New York City, the world's best rugby pub, and lean and limber, stretching your way to a healthier lifestyle. McCarthy in New York City, thanks for joining us once again. It's a bit somber around here with the news of the Toronto Arrows not participating in Major League Rugby 2024, but we plod on and we hope that uh, we hope the best for all the players. And we're obviously going to be talking a lot about the Arrows in this show. We have Lucas Rumble, the captain who epitomizes the heart and soul of that organization, if you will. Uh, we also have Brian Ray, who's a Canadian and diehard Toronto Arrows fan living in Nova Scotia. But before we get to any of that, and there's a lot and it's all good, we have our excellent recurring segment, Rugby Morning's Coffee Break with John Fitzpatrick down in the nation's capital, the United States capital, not Canada's capital or any other country's capital, but the goddamn America's capital. Uh, John, how are you? Welcome. What do you got for us? Hey, man, I'm doing great. Did you get a haircut or something? You look fantastic. Thank you. But hey, Matt, Thank you. You're it's welcome. The, I think it's the uh, arrows blue that makes my eyes pop. Well, I'm glad you brought up the Toronto Arrows situation, and I know you and Brian Ray are going to get into it later in the episode with more insight and analysis. But Matt, for MLR fans out there worried about the 2024 season, should we be concerned about any other MLR clubs not making it in 2024? Well, first off, let me address that you have no idea what Brian and I are going to get into and stop trying to direct the show and produce it. As far as other teams not making it in Major League uh, Rugby in 2024, joining the Arrows as a, as a, a defunct organization, it depends on who you listen to. Uh, I, I happen to think that we're going to have 12 teams, but I also thought we were going to have 13 teams. Next! All right, Matt, let's move on. That's got me a little bit concerned. But anyway, moving on to a little bit of some happy trails, perhaps. But shout out to Nate Brakely. He played his last official game with the men's Eagles in a win over Spain. And he's officially retired from rugby New York. And Matt, I kind of think there's still some tread left on those tires for Nate. What do you think? Uh, there's plenty of tread left on the tires. I just think that maybe uh, he's um, tired of those tires being treaded. But let's look at this logically. Uh, didn't we have a certain player that was going back to Wisconsin that then unretired? Remember that one? I do. Tell I the do. people who we're talking about. That would be Ben Landry. That's right. Ben Landry is now back playing. Nate's moving back to his native area of Boston, oh. and uh, he is retired until he starts living family family life on a daily basis. And what's the over-under on him being with the Free Jacks? Because he's also a Dartmouth guy, and the Dartmouth cabal controls the Free Jacks. I say he's a Free Jack by May 15th. Next! 
The only catch is he's American, he's not Canadian, so New England wouldn't sign him. That's true. That's true. <laughs> That's true. Good point. Next! Hey, moving on. How about Kurt Baker, the New Zealand Stevens legend? He was in a coaching player role for Old Glory DC last season. Old Glory has announced that he's moved on to a full-time head coaching role for Old Glory DC in 2024. What do you think of that, Matt? I think the same thing I think about Nate Brakely. I think we're going to see him on the pitch. He's another Matthew Drew Turner is Kurt Baker. And I bet you a Baker's dozen that he he suits up this year for Old Glory. Next! Well, I bet you a beer next time I see you at the Pig and Whistle that he doesn't play. You mean the world's best rugby pub? Only at the Pig and Whistle. All right. Well, if you come up to my town, then the beers are on you. Next! <laughs> doesn't work like that. Hey, so let's move on to some re-signings. How about Christian Dyermaker? That's right. He is. Yeah, I stole that joke from you first because you stole my joke last week. But he has re-signed with the Houston Sabercats. So he's returning in 2024. But Matt, interesting note about Christian here. He's going to be running his very first marathon, the Dallas Marathon, on December 10th. I don't see you running marathons. No, you don't. I don't run away from my problems. I confront them. Next! All righty. Well, Glory DC is confronting some problems in the front row, maybe. Trying to make a segue. But they have re-signed young prop Callie Martinez. You may recall that he was the third overall pick in the 2022 MLR Collegiate Draft. He's coming back to Old Glory for the 2024 season. So they're going back to Cali. To Cali. Next! <laughs> How about the Dallas Jackals? They have re-signed Canadian international hooker, Evald Koitzer. He's coming back for the 2024 MLR season. Yes, indeed. And we're going to see some more Canadian players and some international players coming down from the Toronto organization. And it'll be interesting to see how the league sorts this with the dispersal draft and all that jazz. But, I, you know, the one thing, there is compassion in the executive offices of the MLR. And literally, this plug was pulled, like, Wednesday. You know, so... That's not a lot of turnaround time, and they're trying to mitigate as much angst as possible, but there's a lot of angst to go around. What else you got? Last thing here, this weekend, the HSBC 7 Series, they dropped the E's for some reason. I guess they don't like vowels. Okay, guys, I don't know how to say this, but this is not just another brand refresh, okay? Yeah, for sure. Yeah. We screw the pooch on this one. We're sucking nothing but sauerkraut here. But the series returns. Dubai, the first stop. The USA men's and women's sevens team, you can catch the action on Peacock, but there are three MLR players who will be playing this weekend. Two of them are 2023 MLR collegiate draft picks, Oren Bizer and Will Chevalier, including Lance Williams. I know he left Utah, but I'm sure we'll see him back in MLR sometime soon. But those three will be suiting up for USA as they hit the pitch in Dubai. Well, like Antoine Dupont and Michael Hooper, uh, Lance is chasing an Olympic dream, right? So these players will get back into the 15s programs, but they're taking a shot, a one-time chance. And also, I'd like to salute Madison Hughes and Ben Penkelman back with the Sevens. We all thought that Ben's career was over because of injury, and that leads me right back to Nate Brakely playing for the Free Jacks this season. <laughs> Next! Matt, last thing I want to close out on is, hey, January 22nd is coming up real soon. That's going to be the official start of MLR preseason. I'm sure we'll see some season schedules coming out here real soon. But I'm sure you and Brian have so much to talk about later in this episode. 
again, you don't know what we're going to be talking about. You are not involved in the production meetings, and you can stop directing the program. On that note, I want to thank Mr. John Fitzpatrick of Rugby Morning with his coffee break, another exceptional segment on this program. Thank you, John. We'll be right back with Mr. Lucas Rumble, the captain of the former Arrows, the now broken Arrows of Toronto after this. Digs like a demented mole there. Need a great price on a new vehicle? Sheehy makes it easy. Easy Price shows you our lowest prices on the Mid-Atlantic's largest selection. Find your best price online or at any of our 31 dealerships. It's easy at Sheehy. You need your cleats? You need them tomorrow? If you order today by 3 p.m. New York time or noon L.A. time, they can have them to you tomorrow. Young, old, male, female, if you're playing on turf, if you're playing on grass, if you're playing in the rain, you're playing in the heat, they've got you covered. RugbyNow.com. Go there now. And we're back with one of my favorite people on the planet, especially in Major League Rugby and currently not technically in Major League Rugby. I guess he is Mr. Lucas Rumble of the now defunct Toronto Arrows. Lucas, welcome, my friend. Thanks for having me. I wish uh, I I was here on better terms, but uh, always happy to be on. And I wish I wasn't on this virtually with you. I wish I was there to give you a, a hug and and uh, give you an ug and, and my thoughts. Uh, you know, it's just what a what a what a what a week, huh? Yeah, it's uh, it's definitely wasn't on the old radar or the bingo card for the month of November. So uh, a little bit of a shock, and I guess it's time to you know roll with the punches and, and see where things go. I, I just wanted to walk through some of the the, the last forty eight hours with you whirlwind i think did you say you got engaged this weekend i uh, yeah i did so i took a quick uh vacation out of spain to scotland for you know better weather um <laughs> and uh decided that uh you know eight years was was long enough of uh, dating and uh got the knee dirty and dropped down on the, the saturday there thankfully she said yes wow um, so wow. i've uh you know i'm probably gleaming about that that's a real positive uh, mark in my life right now so it's keeping me smiling but uh unfortunately a day later um as rugby is uh, you don't get to be in the spotlight too much apologies to my new misses but uh yeah the team basically folded so been kind of trying to pick up those pieces in the meantime but still buzzing off that uh, engagement for sure well congratulations first and foremost um and i we were talking a little bit off camera about relocating possibilities, right? And there are some that are better than others, but you said that she likely wouldn't be traveling with you. And, you know, for folks at home, they will go, oh, you, you know, you guys have been together a while and you survived Atlanta without her. Yes. Right? Yeah. It was a, yeah, that was a tough one. You didn't, uh, didn't make sense. You know, she works as a physio here in Vancouver. She just opened up her business, uh, the start of, uh, kind of last year. Um, and and she's doing well and it's thriving so to uproot her and you know have her move down that just doesn't make sense I come back to van whenever i can um and you know it works for us um that atlanta year if she would have come down with you know all the protocols and things like that it would have been a month and a bit of time she would have had to do in quarantine so it just didn't make sense all right so does she, she's a physio and she's got familiarity with rugby players correct very much correct. Yeah, she's uh, she keeps me going. She keeps she does treat 
some of the boys in the league, uh, Ben Lesage for one, when they're here in Vancouver. So she uh, she does keep some of the guys moving throughout the year. Well, I know that Miami was looking for a physio, and uh, they've got grass and warm weather, Lucas. Hint, hint. Now, I'm more of a cold weather, snow, sleep kind of guy. So, uh, well, obviously, yeah. if you go from Spain to Glasgow for a vacation to propose, you are definitely, you're, you're, I don't know what the hell's wrong with you, but I'm just way more in my element in the cold. I don't know what it is. Maybe it's that true Canadian blood running through me. You even got an Ontario coffee cup. Ladies and gentlemen, this guy is the real article, and this is what kills me about this franchise going down. You have been right there. You've been the captain. You've been Mr. Breakdown. You and uh, Breakdown Breakley here in New York, you're not going to have this thing. You don't have that rivalry going anymore. Who's, who's at the most breakdowns, right? Because he's announced his retirement, so it's all for you. Now you just need a goddamn team. Yeah, that's, uh, that's going to be, you know, the next – Bit, I guess in, in the next few weeks of my life is kind of figuring out what to do and where to go. You know, I, I'm gutted for the organization, you know, and, and the fans and, and the younger kids and kind of that surrounding aspect of it. You know, you can feel bad for some of the older players and stuff, but we should land on our feet. You know, we, we have a resume and, and things that can propel us forward. But if you're a younger guy in the league, if you're, you know, a fan of, of a team that's now gone, if you're front office staff, like, those are dream jobs and kind of dreams that just poof gone into gone into thin air. So it's for me as much as it's gutting for myself. I'm I'm really feeling for you know the fans, the younger guys, the front office staff in the next week. I'm just gutted for them. People now are like asking why and how and everything else. Well, when it really when you break it down, it comes down to cancer and it comes down to Bill Webb getting cancer. He was the owner who passed away from cancer. And it was his passion that got this team going and kept them going and was going to keep them going, but he got ill. And, Mm -hmm. you know, you know, you weigh real life things against this is a game. This is a sport. It's a sports franchise and a family lost their husband, father, brother, you know, what have you to cancer. And that really started this thing. But let's get back to the now. How did you find out? Um, The GM, Tim Matthews, gave me a ring. Um, on the Sunday there um, and just informed me of things going forward. Um, and then we had a players meeting on the Monday night with some people from the league and uh, our manager and GM as well. Um, and just informed the boys at the situation. Um, I think, you know, candidly, I think they wanted a little more time to do things properly. And I think the news leaked out into a couple of different circles and was starting to spread like wildfire and social media. So, um unfortunately that was the way it was handled but um yeah it's it's a tough pill to swallow no matter how it comes out all right so you're in a good place you have a good resume a very very solid resume in major league rugby already you're still uh young enough where you can you can get up and go perhaps maybe a little bit difficulty with the, the new fiance but it may be an exciting new chapter where you get to explore a different place and did you have any inkling this was going to happen before the call from uh, tim no, no, no clue. Um, I was just, you know, we just wrapped up Canada tour a week earlier and I was just, you know, wrapping my head around switching that mindset to the MLR and what we can do in the next bit to get the boys right for the season and what needs to be done off the field, on the field, all those, all those things. So it was, uh, it was a major shock to me. Can't you go to Ryan Reynolds' house and have him intervene and buy the team? 
You know, it's. Uh, I've seen a few comments about asking Ryan for some help. Where are just, you, Ryan? I just watched the documentary for the Rexon team. I'm I'm feeling like he should be right in here, but uh, unfortunately, I think I lost his number somewhere, so I, I won't be able to contact. You got to hit him up on Twitter or, or X, right? X, X, X. Yeah, hit him up on X. Maybe I'll slide into his DM and see what happens. Well, it hasn't been a banner year for Rugby Canada either. And you got to go to Spain. Tell us about Spain. I, I think it ended on a good note for us. Um, I thought we had a, a better performance um, in the second game against Brazil. I was, I was just really gutted after that first performance. It didn't show who we were. And I, I don't think it demonstrated how much work is being put in by the guys. Um, you know, we, we spoke... We're not in crisis mode, but uh, after that Spain game and the loss, we were kind of looking for answers, really trying to figure out what needs to work for us and how do we switch the mindset. Um, so I think you need that positive winning mindset. I think we've, you know, been in kind of a downtrodden, losing mind in the past, you know, three, four years. So I think for us, it's about changing that mindset and, and bringing in a winning culture and, and how you do that. If someone had the answer to that, they'd be uh, probably the best coach in the world and, and have no problem finding a job, but it's not easy. And uh, I think we took a right step in that second game, but it's now a huge break until Canada's next test. So how do we build off that, you know, without getting together until next summer, really? Listen, again, I wish I was there to give you a big hug, and I really appreciate you manning up and coming on. Uh, I know it's tough circumstances, but you've never been one to shy away from anything. And, folks, this is a guy that would be a leader in your clubhouse and on the pitch, gets to the breakdown, doesn't mind the cold weather, needs a direct flight for Vancouver if you can handle it. Final thoughts, Lucas, before I let you go. Yeah, I think uh, for me, I'll, I'll just throw it out to the fans and and everyone kind of in the Toronto sphere. And it's going to be a gutting month and a bit, probably a gutting start to the year, but just get behind rugby wherever you are. You know, the arrows might not be around for this year, but, you know, your local club's still around, your local high school, you know, follow your favorite player wherever they go to an MR team, support that club. I, I think don't just get rid of your support and don't, fall behind rugby try and rally around you and build the sport up in your area because you know you saw what bill did and how much sacrifice and, and, and how much he put into that team and if we can just take a little bit of of that feeling and that drive and put it into our own areas i think it will go a long way to to promote the sport and growing it in, in the country here and, and in the states as well all right, Mr. Lucas Rumble, I'm looking to forward to seeing you ramble some more on the pitch. Uh, thank you for coming on, sir. Appreciate it as always. Thanks for having me. Be right back with Mr. Brian Ray of America's Rugby News, who is also from Canada and is not going to be as nice as Lucas was just now. We'll be right back. I wouldn't like to be at the bottom of that. If you're in New York City and want to watch some great rugby, have some great food, and some great times, go to the world's best rugby pub, The Pig and Whistle on West 36th Street. This is the Rugby Odds, where an unlikely pundit panel of a wordsmith, a WWE legend, a rugby star, and a supermodel scour the globe, seeking best bets and bad behavior. Are you not entertained?
get back to the show fully, let's take a brief look at the New York Sevens Tournament, the spectacular tournament put on every Saturday after Thanksgiving by the New York Rugby Club, the coolest rugby club in the United States. And you'll recall, Webb Ellis played in his only Sevens Tournament way back in 1847, and that tournament was the New York Sevens Tournament. And it's always a fun tournament, but now it's rife with current or future or former MLR stars, including the likes of a DeMonte Noble. Let's take a look. DeMonte! <laughs> Nothing. <laughs> and we're back. And we're back with Mr. Brian Ray, diehard Toronto Arrows fan, living in Canada, Nova Scotia, and he's got stormy, dark skies above him. Brian Ray, welcome to MLR Weekly. Well, um, some more stunning news, I have to say. Um, this was not expected to me anyways at all. Um, I've heard some you know, comments here, there in social media saying, that, well, you know, gotta, could have seen this coming. I got to be honest, I was a heck of a lot more optimistic than, than those people. Uh, it's my understanding that up until last week that there were new backers kind of in place, at least verbally agreed, and it seemed like everything was a go. I mean, they just announced a new signing, new coach pretty recently. This was not all done, you know, with no, no, you know, it wasn't like they signed all these people thinking, oh, my goodness, we're not going to have the money to pay for them. Everybody thought this was a go, from my understanding. And just end of last week, uh, the main backer pulled out. I don't have a name. I haven't spoken to Tim Matthews, the GM. I know he will be absolutely devastated. Um, and knowing Tim far more for his staff and his players and, and the Webb family uh, than anyone else. Um, so, you know, all you can really say is this is a, a real heartbreaker for uh for Toronto, for the the organization, for Canadian rugby. Uh, and I think MLR should be really sad as well. I think it'll be lesser, you know, to have not just the Arrows, but any Canadian team at all uh, to go into a season without one. You know, we've had one before, but, you know, for the last five years, we've had a, a Canadian entry. So uh, I think it's very sad. So Rugby Canada... Nobody else uh, could rally and maybe try to get some uh, some kind of deal where they got some kind of loan from the league. No, nothing. Huh? I mean, it's just – I think it blindsided the owners too, the other owners of Major League Rugby. I, I think so too. I think uh, – well, first of all, to rule it, Rugby Canada, understand they have no money. They, they can't afford to pay the staff that they have now. Uh, so there was no hope but of that ever happening. they have a phone. Happening. Right. And yeah. they can call people that they know have money that are rugby people. I mean, Bill Webb yeah. wasn't the only rugby, the passionate guy in, in rugby in Canada that had some money. That's true. But we don't know exactly how much, you know, how much needed to be covered here, how much they were suddenly short, uh, you know. And let's be honest, the runway is real short. You can say, well, you know, the season not scheduled till March, but. You've got to all of a sudden get these guys new teams pretty much in the next three weeks, if if, if not less, because you've got to arrange accommodations for these guys if they're moving to different teams, and you've got to, 
you know, the schedule needs to come out, all that kind of stuff. I, I, I just think they ran out of room and, um, and they were left with no option. Now, whether the other owners could have opted to kind of prop this team, as we saw before with Atlanta, um, that's another discussion. That's the one that they're going to have to answer. I thought they might do that. I thought, you know, uh, you know, again, without knowing how much needed to be covered here, uh, maybe that was the issue. Maybe it's just the other owners decided, hey, let's just step back and and see what we can do later with the, with this franchise. This is the best move for now. I don't know. You'd, you'd have to ask them. But uh, that, to me, seemed the only option to, to keep them alive as of when I first heard that, uh, you know, this was a likelihood, um, you know, very early in, on Monday morning. Well, you just saw, you saw Lucas Rumble on the show just before we brought you on, and now he's thinking of the next chapter. And you know, we can we can use that as a springboard to to, to pick your brain on players and where they might end up. I mean, you've got to imagine at this stage of the game, most of the recruiting, ninety five percent of the recruiting for all teams is, is is pretty much done. There might be a couple teams out there who are a little bit lower than that. But listen, the attrition rate with know. an expanded cap. Teams are going to hop at players. Yeah, So, sir, and Lucas Rumble. I mean, come on. Who doesn't yeah. want to have that guy making a mess of the breakdown? You hear that, Balfour in Seattle? Seattle Seawolves? Another Canadian flanker? I don't see why not. Uh, so, yeah, it'll be interesting to see what happens, where it goes. Uh, you know, I just you know hope everything works out and these players all get, get new teams and we still get to see them in MLR. You know, and again, I keep going back to this, but, you know, professional sports, when they're starting up, throughout history are rife with uh, teams fading, folding, moving. And at the end of the day, if all goes well for the rest of this week, at least, and the schedule comes out, we will have 12 teams. And we started with seven. You know, when we got the horrendous news that, that Bill had died in August, Bill Webb, and uh, obviously there was immediate concern, but I just thought that, you know, Maybe there was just enough in the in the tank there to get them through this this difficult stretch to get them through one season and then they could work on something and and figure it out. But uh, it appears it, it just wasn't there. It, this blow isn't just losing an MLR team. They had an academy set up. They were really you know building connections with the community. This was a, the one kind of shining light, even though it was you know crappy season results. Last year, we still had this professional team in Toronto, you know, to look forward to. They would really look like they were going to show some improvements this year, new coach, some new players. And I'm going to go back to what I said to to Lucas. Where the hell is Ryan Reynolds? Where is Ryan Reynolds? Where the hell Seriously. is Ryan, 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 Ryan Reynolds? Where the hell are you? It's a nasty game. That is a mean game. And you played that. R- rugby we played, yeah. You Damn. tape your ears on because someone wants to take them off. Oh, my gosh. That's the sick stuff, man. Yeah. 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 Deadpool 5? How about Toronto Arrows? On that note, Brian, I, I wish I was there to give you a uh, a hug. As I said to Lucas, I want to give all the Toronto Arrows fans a hug. Well done, and hopefully a team will rise there again. You know, and who knows? We might be able to get get you know something back up in Toronto. It's a good place. It's a good market. And if they keep pushing the start of the season back, you won't have to start with eight games on the road. I really think there will be a team in, in Toronto again sooner than later, but uh, you know, it's just going to be probably a couple of years at least to kind of see where, where everything falls and how things go. You know, I, I definitely see multiple teams, Canadian teams in MLR because I just think that the MLR is lesser without them. So eventually we'll get there and North American rugby will continue to rise. MLR will, will keep going and uh, 
you know, those are just some some tough days for Canadian fans. So I was going to say the Toronto Phoenix, but how about the Toronto Resurrection? <laughs> huh? On that note, I want to thank Mr. Brian Ray of America's Rugby News, who we got smiling at least at the end of this program, Mr. John Fitzpatrick of Rugby Morning, and Mr. Lucas Rumble, the former captain of the team that used to be called the Toronto Arrows, and we're going to miss them. And thank you for tuning in. Please check out our other shows, including the critically acclaimed the Rugby Odds, the College Rugby Wrap-Up. Hit that subscribe button on YouTube, sign up for our weekly newsletter, and please join our American Red Cross blood donor team. 